You're listening to Hainai by Motsi Dapul. Episode 6 Larawan. Singing? Wait, wait. Are you okay? Do you need me to come over? Or. No, I'm fine. Definitely wasn't expecting to see something that crazy. But it's done. No need to cut your night short. Hello? Sorry, I thought I was talking to my partner. If you need me there, I'm there. No questions asked. Yeah, yeah. I'm good this time, partner. Oh, damn. Just... Oh, wait. Just give me a minute. What? Are, Are you putting me on hold, or... Donner? Hello? Okay, then. What the... No way. Hey, don't I know you from somewhere? (laughs) Has that line actually ever worked for you? I promise, I have better ones. You look better without the fake beard, by the way. What? I'll have busy. I don't know what you're talking about. Sure you don't, guru. Let's not. Can we, can we not? Hey, don't worry. Your secret's safe with me. So I'm guessing you're not a customer. They usually like the air of mystique and thinking all the smoke and mirrors are real. Heck no. Just a guy asking another guy if he wants me to buy him a drink. Now, I know you're not a customer. They don't recognize me without the beard. Something about it makes them... Face blind. Of course, it could be the racism. <laughs> oh, I've seen the commercials. <laughs> and you still want to buy me a drink? Well, I figure I owe you. Owe me? I usually remember everyone who owes me money. <laughs> no, no, not that. I kind of gave you the verbal shakedown when we were looking for a friend. Guessing you weren't expecting a call from the police. It can't have been pleasant. Oh, so you're the officer. I'll admit, I wasn't expecting... And here I thought I was the one buttering you up. Drinks on me tonight, how about that? Hmm. What's the catch, officer? No catch. Well, maybe one. Oh? Care to share with the class? Uh, Murphy? You, You still there? Hello? You're a psychic, right? Look into the future and tell me where you think this night's going. <laughs> oh, God. Mama. So you do have better lines. Okay, bye. I just woke up. I know it's really early. Well, I guess it's really late where you are, but I had to let you know what was going on before I had to deal with... (sighs) Well, yesterday, Laura and I went to an antiques market. Oh no, not you too. Detective Donner said it would help, so I'm doing my part. 
Ugh, an old man and a boy scout, that one. You gotta admit, it's a good idea to have what we find on record so we can look back on it in case we missed anything. I know, but it's just so him, you know? You're the one going on these little adventures with the guy. I'll take your word for it. Little adventures? It was pretty amazing, not gonna lie. You see a lot of old Toronto history in the buildings. I find myself stopping in the middle of the street to look up at the strange old faces carved into old red brick houses. Look up at buildings built like gothic mansions renovated into a steakhouse. It wasn't surprising how much history there was in the city, but I was still floored by the setup of this market. Surrounded by beautiful, delicate porcelain and glasswork, the strange, sharp eyes and dull faces staring up at me from old, stunningly well-preserved paintings. Laura and I split up to cover more ground, and I found myself buffeted left and right by the sense memories of the objects around me. I closed my eyes and ran my hand lightly over the tables without touching a thing, feeling love, joy, intrigue, fear, melancholy, despair in easy-to-digest bits and pieces. I opened my eyes at one point and saw an old man in a flat cap nodding at me, catching my eye and saying, Sometimes you just feel when it's right, and making me smile. I picked up the tiny figurine of an angel no bigger than my thumb, which I nearly dropped when I felt someone grab my arm and pull me away. Laura only gave me a second to put it down, and I was still apologizing as she dragged me over to another stall a little ways down the aisle. Laura, what the- Tell me I'm not crazy. Look. What exactly am I looking at? Oh, damn. You weren't awake. Okay, um, maybe you can feel something? I don't know. See that painting? The one that says, Portrait of George Langford? It's the one with the clocks. The time you came to get me. Remember? Um, I know what you and Murphy told me, but I don't know his face. But I think... You okay? I'm, uh, uh, feeling something. That ring. Could you? How much for the signet ring? A little over budget, but I think we can manage it. You sure about this? Mm-hmm. Definitely. It feels exactly like... Well, not exactly like, but it's the same as the rest. Just not... It, it, it hasn't activated yet. I don't know what needs to happen to change that, but I think we caught this one in time. That is a huge relief. So, what, we just gonna get a baggie, or...? Um, I've, I've got something. Give me a sec. Are those leaves? Here. Put it in. You can touch it. It's safe for you. That's not as comforting as you think it is. Uh, I don't like vomiting, but I'm gonna if I... Okay, okay. Here. Uh... Is she okay? She's just doing breathing exercises. It, it's okay. She should be fine in a sec. Um, Mary? Whoa, 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 whoa. You're, you're okay? You're okay, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's just really powerful. What did you do? I, um... I, I cleanse this bag and put a few charms on it to keep what's inside from spilling out until we can figure out a safe way to destroy it. <laughs> a, a lot less stressful than our usual. Well, thank God for that. Uh, good job. 
Even if I have no idea what you did to make it happen. Come on, let's get you home. You look beat. <laughs> I could go a little longer if we take a milk tea break. <laughs> of course you can, you little sugar monster. Come on, I think there's a place a block or two up. We can chill out before going another round. It really is all safe and tucked away in your pocket, huh? I never expected a run-in with one of those things to be so simple and relatively stress-free. Mary? Oh no. What is it? There's... There's another one. What? There's another one. Mary, wait! In there? Yeah. It looks... tiny. And like nobody came to set up shop today. Um, they did. Oh. So what? We just go into the mini tent and see if we can't wrangle the second of two very dangerous artifacts we stumbled onto in one market. <sighs> Here. Take this. What? Wait. Are you sure it's safe? As long as you don't open the bag. Call Donner. Bring this to him, or hold on to it, as long as it stays closed. I I've got this. What do you mean, you've got this? You're not thinking of going alone, are you? I don't know what's in there, and quite frankly, I don't want to put you in that position again. So, you just expect me to let you go in and deal with something we both know is dangerous on your own? Yes? No. If you think for one second I'll leave you alone when I could actually do something to help you... Whoa, whoa, hey! Is that an axe? You don't think I need it? Better safe than sorry. Now, come on, and stay close. I knew we would find something truly wrong inside, but I wasn't expecting what we saw when we stepped into that little canvas tent, no more than six feet across from the outside. It was a maze, like those halls of mirrors at carnivals, except instead of mirrors, the long, winding hallways that lay out before us were covered end-to-end -end in paintings. Portraits of severe-looking men and women, strange, empty, melancholic landscapes, fruit laid across a wooden table whose colors had been dulled with time. There was a stillness in the air that I knew would shift once we started moving closer to the source of this anomaly. Laura had one hand on the handle of the axe she'd picked up from the side of one of the buildings, flanking the open-air market, while she pulled her phone out with the other, taking pictures of the strange, staring portraits. I told her to stay close and tried to pinpoint the source of the wrongness like I had at the university, but it was harder here. I knew I could follow a certain direction, but my senses were overwhelmed. Each painting seemed a manifestation, and the way their power bounced off each other made it hard to find the one I was looking for. We moved through the labyrinth, and the eyes tracked us. I could see the painted silhouettes of people in wide open fields or against a dull blue horizon run further and further away in the corner of my vision. A scorched painting of fire seemed to burn away when I didn't look directly at it, and I could hear the faintest sound of screams, as though from far away. Soon enough, we began to see more and more of the same man in those paintings. Handsome, in his way. 
sharp smile in contrast to his dour neighbors. And yet, he had the same eyes. Sharp. Cruel. Watching. Each depiction of him seemed remarkably theatric, and others still seemed more gleefully macabre, posed with masks and animal bones, and at one point, even an unpolished skull that he nestled under one arm. Laura found a name in the lower right corner of one of these paintings, written in delicate gold. Jean-Paul Renard. That was when he both heard the groaning, and one of the paintings, shrouded in strange shadow, began to move. At least, that's what we thought before we came closer and saw what it really was. A man. And a painting. Fused together at his skin. He's alive. Is that a good thing? It won't last. What? All of this, or...? Both. He's... he's fading. I need to... wait. Mary? What are you doing? Protecting him. As long as he keeps my lingling ore around his neck. <sighs> but it won't last. We need to find the source and bring him back to normal before... <sighs> you don't look good, girl. I'm definitely doing a lot more than I'm used to, but it's not the same as physical fatigue. I, I can keep going. We just don't have time, and I still can't figure out the source. It's like, it's like all these paintings are echoes, and they're mucking up where everything started. Damn. I wish my necklace was still magic so I could find it like last time. What do you think will happen if I... Oh my god! Of course the creepy paintings are trying to grab me! Why not? Oh, their faces are melting! Ah. That is disgusting! Any insights, oh magical one? Um, we, we don't have time. I can't figure it out and we don't have time. What do we... Uh... <gasps> Laura, could you hand me your necklace? Uh, sure. But were you the one who said it's, like, useless now? It doesn't have nearly enough magical energy to do anything, no, but I... I have a bad idea, and I'll need to borrow your necklace to really sell it. How bad are we talking? Um... You know what? Don't tell me. I trust you. Here. Here, uh, come help support this poor man. I need to, um, step away. Um, Mary? What are you doing with the bag? Mm, I'm, uh, opening it. I thought you said... Mm, yep. Brace yourself, and don't say a word. <laughs> oh! This is new? But then, Jean-Paul was always one for theatrics. Hmm. Is that Marianne? George Langford. Good to see you out. No need to lie, my dear. I know you are happy to see me dead. 
Monsieur Jean-Paul. And I'm not surprised. Look at what he has wrought. Shall we go see him, then? <laughs> my, my, you are singing a different tune now. But never let it be said that I am not a gentleman. Revelare arcana and all that. Look at him. He used to be so beautiful, you know? To the point of vanity, even. But now... He's nothing but miserable, rotting oil. Nothing left of him, just like Grigory. He didn't know when to stop. Divided himself too much. No wisdom in them, only greed. But then I suppose it doesn't matter. He lied to us all. Whether we cut our souls in thirds or eighths, or sixteenths. Source. Hmm. Did you say something, Marianne? He, he was, was a fool, fool wasn't he? he? We all were. Our dear benefactor sponged such pretty tales. We all believed him then. Even you, in your infinite wisdom. But I suppose I don't know who had it better in the end. After all, you died. In fact, you shouldn't be here at all. <gasps> Who are you, little rat? Wearing her like a mask. Clever, clever. Perhaps, Perhaps I shall eat you before Jean-Paul digests your power. Would you like that? What? I got this. I'm putting the lid back on your fool head, Langford. strength for my dear Jean-Paul, but not me. You don't know my strength, you arrogant, evil. Silent before your betters, you... No. Easy, easy. Look at me. Hey, don't fall unconscious like last time, okay? Look at... Laura? Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm here. How are you feeling? <coughs> <coughs> um, better. 
the old man, I- Yeah, let's get him out of here. And you. I hope he doesn't make me pay for that mess. The paramedic said it could have been heat stroke, or a pre-existing condition, which was good for us, since I didn't want to stay to explain how, just ten minutes earlier, the man had been fused to a painting, and his skin had been melting into rivulets of paint and oil right before her very eyes. Laura took the lingling off his neck before we got out of the tent. Luckily, since at that point I was too out of it to remember to do it myself. She looked at me like... She looked a bit... Worried, I guess? I'd say she was scared, but... I don't know. She didn't shy away from letting me sleep on her arm as soon as we got a cab, so it couldn't have been that. The battle of wills and magic between myself and George Langford had taken so much out of me that I was barely awake when Laura got me to my room. I touched base with Laura just this morning. She said she looked over the photos she took of the melting portraits, and most of them were beyond saving. Corrupted images, or partly rendered with the rest distorted to all heck. Nanay, I... Binuksan ko ang sarili ko. I didn't have a choice. My magic wasn't enough, not in the face of this raw... wrongness. Especially since George Langford was really fighting this time. It wasn't just the directionless rage or greed or power we saw from the other artifacts. This was a man, or what was left of a man, siphoning the power of a supernatural event and fighting his imprisonment. He talked about a... a benefactor. I'm guessing someone who taught him, like you and Lola taught me. I'll be more prepared next time. I placed an order for more Bayabas and a few other special ingredients. A good thing I've got the budget, since I can't just step out and pick them off some trees. I'm not strong enough to do this on my own. Donner, Murphy, Laura, they've... they've been amazing. I definitely couldn't have done this without them, but... they're not like me. Not like us. I could teach them the basics, make charms to protect them, arm them with the tools I use, but... without the natural tendency toward magic, without the education, it's... Not enough. Now that I know what we're dealing with, I'm not going to be enough, and it means I might have to keep opening myself up like I did to lock George Langford up after Laura destroyed John Paul's portrait. I wish you... I wish... I've got George Langford's ring in a little bag on my table. Totally safe. Innocuous as anything. You wouldn't know a powerful force of... Can I say evil? Is trapped inside. He mentioned names. Marianne. Jean-Paul. 
and his benefactor, whoever that might be. It feels like we're unraveling this mystery bit by bit. <laughs> Donner's gonna be happy about it. Less so when he finds out what I'm planning to do to get more answers. I'm gonna open this thing up one last time. See if I can't speak to what's left of George Langford. Get answers out of the man. If that's what he still is. You're listening to Hainai by Motsi Dapul. Hey everyone, this is Rachelli, co-creator and co-producer of Hainai. Haina is a podcast produced by Motsi Dapple and me and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial sharealike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was written and directed by Motsi Dapple, who also plays the role of Mary Dutuin. The role of Laura was played by Abigail Rhodes. The role of Donner was played by Leon Johnson. The role of Murphy was played by Edward Boxler. The role of Guru Mahadev, real name as of yet unknown, was played by Adil R. And the role of concerned passerby was played by Billy Atienza. To help support the production of Hainai, you can buy us a milk tea at coffee or subscribe to our coffee gold at coffee.com slash Hainaipod. That's ko-fi.com slash Hainaipod. Or you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Hainaipod. You can also check out official Hainai merchandise on our Redbubble store at redbubble.com slash people slash Hainaipod. Full episodes will be released every other week on Saturday evenings Philippine time or Saturday mornings Eastern Standard Time. Hainai is available on Podbean, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You can find the links to these channels along with news and updates on our official blog, hainaipod.tumblr.com. If you get to listen, leave us a rating and review while you're at it. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at hainaipod. Once again, thanks for all your support and thanks for listening.